Welcome to Mundane Magic. I'm Nicole Heady, your host and no-nonsense lover of all things true. Welcome to episode 29. As human beings, we're unsurprisingly wired for validation. We love to feel validated, and one of the most important arenas and realms we need to feel validated is when it comes to our feelings and our emotions. So let's dive deeper into what it looks like to fully receive, hear, and accept and validate another person's emotions, and how we may subconsciously be invalidating people's emotions, and what effect that can have on us. Emotions and feelings. Every single one of us on a daily momentary basis goes through a multitude of constantly transforming and changing waves of emotions and feelings and how we communicate express and share those emotions and feelings is through our words, through sharing a conversation, some communication, a story, whatever it may be with a friend, family, it's usually those who are closest to us that we do share our feelings and emotions. So I'm going to focus majority on an exchange of feelings and emotions with those who are closest to us our friends, our partners, and our families. We do oftentimes share with strangers or people that we just meet, but we don't necessarily attach uh, much of a deeper meaning to whether they validate or invalidate our feelings as much as we do toward those who we subconsciously but also consciously expect and want and need to validate our emotions. I speak on this and I'm so personally passionate about this realm because I, in my life, am, how should I say, particularly sensitive to, not sensitive, but I do have a deep need to feel heard when I do share something with somebody. I am, for the most part, open and vulnerable, and I do share with my heart on my sleeve, and so when I do share, it is obviously, not surprisingly, really nice to feel heard and validated. Now, in general, it's a complete generalization because some uh, men also are really good feeling validators, but for the most part, it is a difference between the sexes where as women, we tend to share our emotions a lot more freely, whether it's got to just being more emotionally wired or also, which I'm sure, the effect that society brings upon us, which teaches men from a young age subconsciously not to really share their emotions and to hide and repress them, and that women are also extremely emotional. But that aside, whatever the truth is, it is um, quite evident that as women we do share more freely, we are just more emotional overall, and therefore we naturally have a deep-seated, deep-rooted need to feel heard, understood, and validated when it comes to our emotions. (laughs) Many of us, I know from my own experience and from speaking to the many, many women and friends that I have over my life, have a very similar storyline where we kind of struggle sometimes to feel validated by our male partners if we have a male partner. So having given that 
quick backstory. I myself am a woman. I am in many moments very vulnerable, share a lot, like to talk. Apparently, it's what everybody who knows me tells me. (laughs) But of course, it's very important for me, for those that I share my emotions with, to feel validated. And my husband and I, to share personally, have come a long way on our communication journey, where we've learned that communication, for the most part, does not come naturally. I mean, communication does, but healthy communication does not come naturally. And oftentimes, we're raised in a particular culture that teaches certain communication styles and habits. We're raised in certain families that teach us subconsciously as we grow up as kids and watch them what communication should look like, what communication styles are okay, how much we should or shouldn't share, how much our feelings were or were not accepted by our parents as we were growing up. And so natural, healthy communication is not so natural. And um, it is a wonderful journey to walk, to learn how to actually communicate well with somebody. I mean, in fact, this is pretty obvious, but I think a lot of the the nonsense and the struggle and the, the war that is happening, when I say war, I just mean, you know, disagreements, battle, all of the drama that's going on in the world, comes down to ineffective communication. There are quite a few incredible books on this out there, but it is a lost art, just communicating without taking anything personally, without judgment, without feeling the need to control the other person's emotions. It's not that easy to just open-mindedly and gently fully listen, receive, and communicate with another human being. And so, after a few years of journeying, my husband and I have learned to communicate a lot better, to receive each other more open-heartedly instead of feeling the need to fix each other or to take on each other's feelings or to feel defensive and insulted by another's feelings, which often happens between us human beings. So having come down that road, we're in a place where our communication is constantly getting better and better. But I will share from my personal story, there was often, there were often times, and I am almost positive that I did the same thing to him. It's not a one, no pointing finger, fingers, no one-way street here. But I'm speaking as of my experience, where I would share things with him and they could not be and would not be validated my feelings, especially because he is a male. He was born and raised in Ohio, wonderful family, but he is a male, strong, wonderful alpha male. And I think that many males, having learned a bit about the male brain as I have, more than a bit, um, males love to fix, love to solve, love to resolve, love to come to a conclusion when something is in their minds needing a solution. And when we as women come to them and share as we like to, it's not usually how men share between each other. So when we share with our male partners, it's they take it as, okay, this is something for me to fix. Let me fix this. And as they receive it that way, they immediately come back with solutions or ideas or kind of, you know, attempting to fix what we share with them when all we are truly needing is to be heard and to be validated in the sense of just for someone to go, okay, I understand. Or, you know, instead of coming back with a whole idealist or um, alternatively feeling offended by what we've shared or said or taken it personally 
which often does happen as well. And just the other night, this was never meant to be about my husband and I, and I'll switch, I'll switch gears pretty quickly, but the other night I went up to him just two nights ago and I, I shared, I asked, I asked something in honesty and he responded feeling attacked and, you know, was a little bit defensive naturally. And it kind of was going down the spiral where we stopped each other and went, okay, what are we doing here? Look, this is the miscommunication that we've worked so, that we're working so far to, to avoid. Right now, all I attempted was to share my feelings with you and to ask you a sincere question of what changed. And once he reflected back and went, okay, I see what you mean, for sure. I, I took it wrong. I took it as something I had to fix, something that I felt attacked for and blamed for. But you're right. It's not. This is just you sharing your feelings and looking for your feeling to be validated. So let's move on to what this, this concept is about, what this interchange between us human beings looks like when it comes to the simple need of seeking to have our feelings and emotions validated, because we need that. It's not a need because it's selfish. It's a need because each and every single one of us as a human being with an emotional brain and a desire and need to communicate need. We need this to feel understood to some extent, not by everybody. We'll, there will always be misunderstanding and unacceptance. That's okay. But for the most part, between those we love and those we share our lives intimately with in relationship, it's very important for us to, to be received emotionally and for our, emotion, our emotions to be heard and therefore validated. Now, I believe that a big reason that people do this is because we feel, we, we start to almost get absorbed and involved in what another person feels, and we take it as our own sensation or feeling without accepting and just listening fully to another person's experience and remembering and understanding that while we're doing that, while somebody is sharing with whatever emotion is coming up, we don't have to get absorbed into that emotion. We can and healthily should hold our space for our own. Remember gently that we are our own body and being and can feel just the way we feel right now while still respecting and accepting and validating and hearing truly another person's feeling or emotion. As women as well, being so emotionally attuned, most of us being females, we naturally do get completely and utterly absorbed into another person's sharing of their feelings and emotions or display, very physical display of their feelings and emotions, whether they be extremely excited or really upset or grieving or extremely angry, we can easily get absorbed and start feeling those exact emotions with them. And for me, that's been a big journey as well, because I am extremely empathetic. And it's almost as if I just dive into this whirlwind of whatever somebody else is feeling. And I have to try really hard. And I have to constantly remind myself that I, can, I need to right now feel the way that I'm feeling right now and not get absorbed. And especially if I do want to help somebody, which is what I do love to do and live for is to help other people. I need to especially hold my own and hold my space that I may be able to be there for them more fully. This has been a huge journey for me. Even when when I had my, my baby example, I had to really learn to hold space and stay strong when she would go through certain emotions and 
physical sensations. And as a mom, you, every one of you who, is, who are moms, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a, especially your first child, it can be a very difficult um, thing to, to not become fully absorbed in. But anyway, the reason I was mentioning that is because it can become very uncomfortable when somebody is sharing with you and their emotions are hard emotions, which oftentimes in a vulnerable share or open situation when your best friend or your partner or your family member is speaking to you about something, it can be uncomfortable and we don't want to feel uncomfort. Nobody does. So when somebody else is going through an uncomfortable of any sort emotion, we start to feel uncomfortable and then that need arises to fix it, to change it immediately, to make it more comfortable. But as we do that, it takes away from a person's experience and need to truly feel and move through and process their emotions. So it becomes, it becomes so important for us as the listener of somebody who's sharing or feeling to hold space and to just be there and receive to whatever extent we want to and healthily can without getting absorbed and without trying to fix or change or remove or quickly shift that person's emotion. Emotions run so deep and they are stored in every fiber of our being and there is a deep importance for emotions to be processed. And when emotions cannot be processed in any form, it does start to accumulate as almost kind of knots in our stomach and just knots within our body, emotional knots sometimes and verbal knots and perhaps you know, less being becoming less inclined to share in the future or being becoming more needy and seeking places with people to share because we aren't being accepted and we aren't being fully validated and heard. For me personally, back to my husband to give you an example, even little things I would share when I would say, oh, I'm really cold right now. He would come back with, no, you're not. You're fine. Come on, like, toughen up. You know, this is, this is not cold weather. You have no idea what cold is. And this happens all the time when we aren't aware of how we're speaking to people, but it can really hurt people. And I remember it would cause so many fights between him and I, uh, disagreements, and I would be so upset because I would feel utterly invalidated to go, no, how can you tell me how I feel? How can you tell me I'm not cold? You're not in my body. You're not me with my personal makeup and you don't know how I respond to the environment. Don't tell me I'm not cold, you know, and he kind of would never get it until, of course, he he, he got it and now it's, it's, it's very different. But constant situations like that where I would come and share something oh you're being too sensitive stop it you know you don't need to take it that way look at it this way a need to fix but what's happening in those moments as much as I see through his need to help and I'm so grateful for that there is a deep sense of invalidation where all I was looking for is not for somebody to tell me and I know that you're looking for not you're not looking for someone someone to tell you how you should be feeling, how your feeling is wrong or uh, putting a judgment or label or uh, adjective onto that feeling that you're feeling to try and fix that feeling, to try and take it away. Because what comes from that is invalidation of feelings. And it, it really is important for our feelings to be validated from the smallest feelings, such as I'm cold or I'm hungry or I feel like doing this to the really big feelings. I'm heartbroken now. I'm in grief. This has really wrecked me. And to share that, you know, with somebody and for somebody to come back with, oh, come on, that's no big deal. So many worse things have happened. 
it's just a, an absolute punch in the gut to every single one of us. And it's so unintentional that we do this to each other and, um, and to ourselves. Because if we look deeper, we can very easily and quickly notice how we invalidate our own feelings if we haven't learned to love and accept ourselves fully with the feelings that do come up within us. We may have been taught through our society, schools, cultures, childhoods about what feelings are and aren't okay. And when certain feelings come up, we might repress them and go, no, that's wrong to feel. Or that's, that's no, that's not good to feel that. I'm not going to feel that. But that's self-repression and that's self-betrayal. And that's a whole different topic and path to go down. But that is true as well. So maybe a good place to start would be with listening to our own thoughts and noticing how we betray and invalidate our own emotions and feelings and then learn to listen to and validate and receive without judgment our own feelings and move forward from there and then from that place on take the time to become conscious and very slowly present and aware when we are in communion with those people that we're talking to, especially those who are closest to us, friends, partners, and families, and notice how we are responding to what a person shares. Because emotions can sometimes come across so subtly that they may not even seem like an emotion. Like when somebody might say, oh, I really feel like going for a walk on the beach right now. You know, and it could be your friend, and you come back with, the beach right now? It's windy out there. Oh, the beach is horrible when it's windy. Why would you want to do that? Simple things like that. We just don't think about it, but we do it all the time. And I'm almost positive that person doesn't feel good, doesn't feel validated, where the answer could be something like this. That sounds nice. It really sounds like you're craving some time to be with nature and have your toes in the sand and... You know, maybe ask another question about why they feel like doing that. The magic that just receiving a person's emotions and even inquiring, which is a whole next level and digging deeper, inquiring and asking further questions about what they've shared is so beautiful and so healing. And every single one of us deserves it. And it's become such a busy, such a self-focused, such a self-absorbed, independent world that yes we we oftentimes don't naturally remember that it's so important to validate and truly listen and this comes in line with listening I guess but it also comes in line with this whole movement of just slowing down and becoming present and noticing our own words noticing our thoughts noticing our responses to other people because let's be honest we are the most of us are completely unaware of the things we choose to say in conversation, the choice of words. We just respond in emotion, in unconscious autopilot and flowing of words, of emotions, of habits. And to rewire, this is, this, this is a part of the rewiring, slowing down process when it comes to living more awarely, living more consciously, being more present. Hmm. And I believe if the whole world, if every single person in this world just knew how to or learned how to validate another per 
person's feelings just a little more. Not, not that it's our job to validate another's feelings, not by any means. And I want to clarify that I don't mean you need to validate anybody's feelings, but I do mean that it does become our responsibility to remember that we're not responsible to, it's not our portion to tell somebody else how they should or shouldn't feel or to try and fix somebody else's feelings. It's not our portion. It's just our portion if we choose to be in relationship with somebody, person, friend, partner, family, and they share something, we've chosen that. And part of healthy communication is to truly hear them and respect who they are, that they're different, that they see life different, want to do different things, speak in different ways, express emotions differently, and to learn to fully receive a person as they are. And that's the magic I'm speaking about here. It's something I am also still constantly practicing because it's so easy to get caught up in our own heads and minds while other people are sharing with us that we forget to just be present and to be there and just to really hear and receive what they're saying. And more importantly, because behind every word, right behind every sentence is a feeling. We think something and we feel something before we say something. And so I think it's just this beautiful concept to look a little deeper and see what feeling and emotion a person is sharing while they're talking. And I know for sure, I bet you, it will be a beautiful, wholesome conversation. So I encourage you to practice that within yourself, to practice validating and listening to your own feelings and emotions and maybe you even maybe you haven't been in touch with your feelings and emotions for a long time because many people haven't and in this busy distracted world even more so so maybe it's a good idea just to be in touch and listen to your thoughts and see what feelings come up and you know oftentimes you'll catch yourself feeling a certain way and you won't know why and we call it a mood and we call it uh, whatever it may be but it's not a mood it's, it's a way that you've been, your bodies and emotions have been communicating to you, something you've thought about, something you've been feeling that has become a mood and therefore become the way that you've acted in the next hour or two or part of your day or a few minutes. The things you've started to say, the tone you've chosen to say them in is because of a feeling you've had that maybe you didn't notice, maybe you weren't aware of and therefore probably very likely didn't receive and didn't validate and if that's what it does to yourself, if that's what not hearing our feelings and validating our personal emotions does to us, it's a no-brainer what it may do to other people as well. You know, pretty much the same thing. So let's start with ourselves always. And it's just a really fun thing to do. It makes life really fun and really exciting to be more in tune with what is coming up for you in any moment in time and not repressing it, not blocking it down, not telling yourself a different story of shoulds or woulds or coulds because of what you were taught as you grew up, but to reframe and rewire and to reassess and to look at it and accept the emotion and feeling for what it is, to be grateful for it, to learn what you have to learn from it and to decide from that point how you want to respond to it once you've validated it and moving forward from there, which is a beautiful, beautiful journey of becoming more and more in touch with yourself, more in control, therefore, of your feelings and therefore your moods, which makes for a much better day 
and life for you and a much better day and life for those who spend a lot of time in your presence, who are being subject essentially to your emotions and moods that aren't being noticed. So it's always a great thing to notice them. Anyway, I hope you received gems and joy and magic from that one. I hope you put some of it into practice and please do let me know how it goes, what you took away from it and have a wonderful, wonderful day, evening, afternoon, morning, further, wherever you are. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being with me here around my virtual campfire and I look forward to speaking to you very, very soon again. Aloha. Thank you.